You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, you can flee the country. You can change your name. You can order your Wendy's chili with your finger on the side. You guys remember that? No. That lady that ordered that Wendy's chili and she reported that there was a human finger in it. No, I forget everything, though. I suck. She <laughs> planted that finger. Of course she did. Where'd she get the finger? I, I totally forget. And if somebody out there knows, I'm sure James Fernandez knows. She's probably and he's cut listening. off her own finger for money. Right. right. <laughs> but nothing will save you from the watch list. Uh, but yeah, there was, I remember it because I love oh. Wendy's chili and nothing's going to ever stop me from eating mm-hmm. Wendy's chili. So good. <laughs> Even a finger. Even a finger. <laughs> if, you, if you finger my chili. <laughs> Even if it's not a I'm finger I'm going to come back chili. for more. <laughs> Extra protein. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Like They determined that she was the one who brought in the <laughs> Where did she get the finger from? That is my question. It puts a whole new spin on finger foods. Dude, I'm gonna ask Google. <clears throat> what about <laughs> what about all those funeral homes that they had the the babies in? What if they were just using that for things like that? For Wendy's? <laughs> yeah, like fast food places. Oh, so they could start suing people. <laughs> I found this in my salad. It's so funny because you would think that like Wendy's would have like that would have killed chili sales, but I I think chili sales are skyrocketing, especially <laughs> with a gig so cold out. I do love Wendy's chili. You sound like you're about to uh, <laughs> go into an ad for them. I know, like I was gonna throw a scarf around my neck. By the way, chili is ninety nine cents today. <laughs> it is what Monday nine eleven. <laughs> It is Get chili, chili Monday. Small chili, 99 cents. If people are always like, oh, that's the old hamburgers. I'm like, no, it's the hamburgers. They didn't sell <laughs> by the end of the day. It's not old. I never even thought about that. Chili. Also, who cares? That's probably like from the day before. Right. You know? And like that day. You're eating fast food. Yeah. No Come shit. on. It's not even real beef anyway. <laughs> what are you complaining about? They don't go bad. It's full of so many fillers. If you want to know what's in your food, make it at home. Yeah, no shit. Holla. <laughs> like McDonald's has the, uh, what is it, uh, sausage McMuffin, but it's just a sausage for like a buck. And then like an egg and cheese biscuit is like four. Right. Like, what the shit is their meat made out of, man? I'm like, you know what? Never mind. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask questions. Don't ruin your favorite things, please. Right. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, nothing. I mean, a if finger tastes good and me. you don't get sick. Hey. <laughs> right. I mean, but, like, what's that? You guys ever seen that movie Alive about that soccer team? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you remember That's that? Where they like I don't the cannibalism. Yeah, because it's oh. a true story about. Uh, I believe it was a soccer team that was. Um, they got into an airplane crash. I believe it was like. Himalaya somewhere, somewhere that it's almost damn near impossible to get a helicopter to. Helicopter. And uh, they wound up, uh, as people were dying, they had to survive, so they started eating people. And you gotta like eat. Like eating the people that are already dead, or like yeah. killing people to eat them. No, they were eating the people that are already dead. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's not as bad as killing people and then eating them, but it's still gross. <laughs> so... Okay, wait a minute. Okay, so this is the latest. Now, we were just talking um, about, we were talking about sex cults and, you know, the normal stuff you talk about. Um, and I was like, well, come to think of it, I never did hear a follow-up about the R. Kelly 
sex cult thing. Now, to recap, there was a girl, actually, I believe it was a few girls saying that they um, had signed these contracts about being in the sex cult, yada, 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 and they had to remain in R. Kelly's house and perform certain things for him and... Oops, oh my god, I just belched. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. I'm sure it's not the first time a podcaster has I know, but I'm not really serious. <laughs> Take me seriously. I'm a guest. Um, so, follow up to that NPR, uh, they said after threats, R. Kelly documentary screening in Manhattan is evacuated. Oh my god. A previous screening and discussion of the upcoming Lifetime documentary, Sur- Surviving R. Kelly. In which accusers and people from R. Kelly's inner circle, according to a description of the project, make new allegations against the singer. Uh, The screening was evacuated on Tuesday evening after multiple anonymous threats were called into Newhouse, the Manhattan venue hosting the event. We were only about 20 minutes into the screening when it happened. Um, Jamalaya Lemieux, uh, who was in attendance, writes in an email to NPR, things were going very smoothly and then we were abruptly told that we needed to go. Threats were made, an NYPD spokesperson tells NPR in an email, uh, that were investigated and determined to be unfounded. A statement from Lifetime says several anonymous threats were called in and that the building was evacuated as a precaution. And it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. It's totally R. Kelly from his iPhone. Well, I was like thinking that's probably <laughs> R. Kelly's uh, gang. I'm going to come in there and piss on you. <laughs> <laughs> I take care of that for you. He whips out his dick like a hose and is like, sprays the whole theater. Who's thirsty? <laughs> Who's thirsty? What was, that? what was that one music video of his where he was uh, reciting it like it was a story? In the closet. Yeah. It was like a <laughs> soap opera. Like, like yeah. the in the closet where he's going to be like, showing. The yeah. The theater. I'm texting. The threat I'm called in. <laughs> hey, I'm going to. Everybody needs to leave. Everybody gotta leave. 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 Oh, me. I gotta pee. I'm drinking Sunny Uh, D. He's drinking like a gallon of Sunny D. Like, I'm gonna pee on him. I'm fueling up right now. Y'all better get out of here. Seriously. Uh, In attendance were Me Too founder and activist uh, Tarana uh, Burke and four women, Kitty Jones, Geronda Pace, Lisa Van Allen, Asante McGee, who have accused R. Kelly. Of sexual assault or misconduct, James and McGee were featured in a 2017 investigative article written by Chicago journalist Jim Rogatis and uh, published by BuzzFeed in which Kelly was accused of operating a sex cult. Here we go. Jones broke a non-disclosure agreement with Kelly in order to become a subject of a follow-up article um, in which Jones accused Kelly of fostering a sexual relationship while she was underage. A representative for Kelly declined to comment on the evacuation or on accusations made by Kelly's ex-wife, Dre Kelly, uh, to Variety that the singer was connected uh, to it somehow. In the past, Kelly had denied all accusations made against him. In July, the singer released a 19-minute song titled I Admit, in which he addressed a a year of ever-increasing scrutiny in the wake of the investigation, but did not admit to any wrongdoing. What's the definition of a cult? Kelly asks in the song, what's the definition of a sex slave? Go to the dictionary. Look it up. Let me know. I'll be here waiting. So dumb. We had some survivors at the screening, women who were brave enough to tell their stories. The executive producer and showrunner of Surviving R. Kelly, Dream Hampton, tells NPR in an email, which are all 
about being abused and controlled by R. Kelly like a lot of survivors. Their trauma is real, and the chaos of tonight's cancellation was triggering, to say the least. Surviving R. Kelly, a six-part series, is scheduled to air on Lifetime uh, beginning Friday, January 3rd. Say glue to your TVs, guys. I'll totally be watching that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were kind of connected there <clears throat> because you brought that up out of the blue because we haven't talked that about that in a minute. Mm-mm. And you're like, oh, I wonder what's going on with that. And all of a sudden you find out that there's something in January 3rd happening. And we're always talking about which stuff is we want to watch. So that's everyone's homework. Um, but as far as R. Kelly, I feel like his music is more of uh, audiobooks now. They are. Audiobooks. He has like, audiobooks? I mean, the way that he's saying, like, didn't you oh. say that was 19 minutes long yeah. or something? Yeah. That's not a song. <laughs> no. That's a book. Yep. Right. That's you just saying, give me the mic. I want to talk. I want somebody to listen. I want you to look this up in the dictionary. I'm going to wait. Like, <laughs> uh, And then, uh, I'm no therapist, but it seems like R. Kelly, he likes young women and he likes peeing on people. <laughs> Um, he likes dominate, <laughs> dominating them, and, and, and that all points to someone who has power issues. Like they need to feel like powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, probably stemming some back to something in his childhood. Who knows? Maybe he was abused. We don't know. And it's it's crazy because like we were just saying, like R. Kelly's fans just do not give a shit. He can't do anything. It was pointed out in that Boondocks episode where. Like, they had all the evidence there, and they were like, stop, you know, stop beating up on R. Kelly. He's good. We love R. Kelly. What the hell? <laughs> he peed on a little girl. I feel like there's quite a few figures, though, who you could point at and say, come on, these people, you know, what they're accused of, they did this, and they should not be supported, but people still support them. I like, are you mind-washed? Right. Right. I mean, there's okay. So there's this whole thing of supporting, like, I love the art, not the artist, like Madonna. I love her whole discography. Big fan. I think she's a scumbag human being. And a weirdo. And an Illuminatus. But I grew up with her music. I absolutely love it. Am I supporting the Illuminati if I listen to it? I don't feel that way. But go ahead and feel how you want. But that's how I feel. But with R. Kelly, it's different. It is different because these people genuinely love R. Kelly. Yeah. He can literally kill somebody and people will be like, he's innocent. Even if they saw it literally on video, they'd be like, no, somebody doctored this video. It's not real. <laughs> Seriously. Because, I mean, you watch his like live shows and all these women are just all over him. They're like, I want to be peed on. Yeah. You know, there's that one woman. I don't see the big deal. Yep. <laughs> this little pee. Yep. If I didn't want to get peed on, I'd get out the way. <laughs> pee never uh, hurt no one. Good. Lord. <laughs> hey, so I found this lady's finger thing. Uh, apparently, her husband got the severed finger from a coworker who lost it in an industrial accident. What the hell? I am curious how that conversation <laughs> went, though. Like, oh my God, I'm sorry that happened to you. So it could have just passed through this guy, through this guy. It's, <laughs> this like, is, it's like a montage of the finger. This, like. <laughs> this is how I'm thinking it probably Weird. went. And she cooked it first. Hey, honey, I brought home chilies tonight. Got that 99 cent special. It is Tuesday. <laughs> but uh, 
her husband's like, hmm, you do eat chilies a lot. You love that? <laughs> I mean, chilies. <laughs> Wendy's. Sorry, chilies. You're not talking about fingers in your food. <laughs> Don't you dare talk shit about chilies. Our sponsor. <laughs> Wendy, you do eat Wendy's a lot. You love that chili special. And then he's like, hmm, how can we make money off this? Then he probably connects with his coworker and said, when we win this big settlement, we'll split it, you know, with you. You might get he if he was good bargaining man, he'd be like, I'm going to get most of that because that was my finger. Yeah, <laughs> you would think the, the thing is, and I hate to say this, it wasn't a terrible idea. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, that like one if I had a finger laying McDonald's around for hot coffee. Mm-hmm. So why not? You know what? I brought up I brought this up to a a, a person I know. And I always thought that that story was stupid as far as the woman suing um, for the hot coffee. Because you freaking know coffee is hot. Yep. Right. And this person that I told said, oh, no, she had a right to sue. And um, she had, you know, such terrible burns. And she had to get so much, uh, like, skin grafts and such. And she only uh, sued for as much as her... Um, as much as her coffee was, the house twenty nine. <laughs> no, as much as her uh, hospital treatments were, and I was like, oh, well, I, I, in my mind, I was still like, but you knew the coffee was hot. Come on, yeah. Well, that's the thing. People like, no one has the license to common sense anymore because we need society to dictate the rules for us. Like, oh, well, you didn't know any better. Nobody wants to be held accountable. Well, nope. that's the American way to sue. Like, there are certain people in my dad's side of the family that, like, I would not put it past them to intentionally slip and fall in front of a doctor's office just to sue them. Mm-hmm. Like, people are so happy because they're lazy and they're bums and they don't want to do shit. So they're like, oh, we'll just sue people and fall down in front of their establishments or spill coffee on ourselves because I'm pretty sure she probably did that to herself. And I was like, oh, my God, it burned me. Coffee's hot. Who knew? Who knew? Right. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> no one told uh, me. <laughs> one time there was a um, an attorney at my parents' house when I was little, and we lived by a city building, um, and I had slipped and fell on ice. And when I came in the house, I'm like, oh, you know, I – not, I didn't really hurt myself, hurt myself, but it just hurt. And I, t- I said, like, oh, I slipped and fell. And the guy said, oh, you should sue. Like, uh, because it's by it was by the city building. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, not everybody should sue just because they fell on ice. Right. Right. That's a natural. But occurrence. it just made me think about that because everyone's too happy just mm-hmm. to get some money. Mm-hmm. I can see if hard. you actually do physically hurt yourself so bad that you now can't work. Yeah, that's totally different. Or you have hospital bills due to an injury that was caused by somebody else's, um, you know, irresponsibility. Yeah, that you shouldn't have to pay. Right. That's different than being like, I never want to work again, and I just want to sit on the couch and eat food forever. But and people are doing it. And the thing is, everybody wants to be so independent, keep the government out of my life, my bank account, my bedrooms. But sure, wipe my ass. Mm-hmm. And give me money because I fell. Fuck you. Right. Especially if it and if it was a small business too, because you could put those people out of business. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. very easily. But at the same time, like there's there's a line between code negligence and 
you know, common sense. But where is that line? And that's the weird thing in the court of law. It's like that's what they're trying to determine. Where is that line? I don't know. You just need a no bullshit judge who's like, mm, I can see through all this. Yeah. You need Judge Judy for everything. But everyone now is like, does it say it on the package that it's, you know, like like with the coffee? Well, it didn't say it was hot on the coffee. Coffee may be hot. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Sorry, it was implied. (laughs) Common sense dictates. Next time they'll be like, you might get brain freeze with this ice cream. Right. Right. I had brain freeze and I didn't say it. I'm surprised Slurpees don't say that because when I've had oh brain freezes so bad where I've had to pull over. Oh, yeah. I drink things really fast. So do I, especially when they're delicious. Yep. I'm just sucking it down <laughs> like a fly. Like, <laughs> like, it hurts, but it tastes so good. <laughs> you know, like, I seriously almost went blind. Like, I was like, oh, my God, God, I have to pull over. <laughs> Her eyes are rolling back. People are going to think she over- overdosed on something. No, I just had my Slurpee fix. <laughs> Seriously. Well, I am surprised that it's like brain freeze is like something they use to market it now. Like, yeah. Brain freeze. You know, you just see it like, I don't know, like it's a cool thing. Like it's like getting high or something. But no, it hurts. <laughs> it does, hurts. But it's still worth it. And I still do it every time. Mm. And I always will. <laughs> yep. Because your body says, give me that sugar. Give it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I really, really, really want to watch that documentary. That's uh, that's gonna be something else, and I think hopefully this will be the final nail in the coffin for that asshole, because this is getting way out of hand. Uh, threats. Good yeah, Lord. how many times does someone need to come forward before something actually happens? Mm-hmm. Counseling needs to happen as well as I don't know exactly what you would do in those situations, but if they were forced situations of rape or molesting, then that they should do time. Yep, no one should be above the law. They shouldn't. That's what kills me, too, yeah. Celebrities who are above the law. Mm-hmm. Breaking everything, but still never going They're to jail. Club. Yep, it's true. It's crazy. Great. That's the thing. Okay, so Wesley Snipes can go... <laughs> that's the thing. He can go to jail for tax evasion, for not paying his taxes. But someone who's been accused multiple times, and even... What was it? Oh, it was... um, God... Uh, what movie was it? The Hangover, where they were going to feature Mel Gibson as a tattoo artist, but people like people on set at the time because he had said some anti-Semitic remarks in that drunken, you know, that whole thing. Um, and then someone made the point because they protested, like, "Well, we're not doing the movie if he's going to be in it." Mike Tyson is a convicted rapist. Yeah, but Mel Gibson spoke out against Jewish people, and Jewish people like run the entertainment industry. That's, I mean, the, there's the point there too. But I'm like, so then, but you praise Mike Tyson too? Like, I, you know what I mean? Uh, like, I don't know. That was a, that's a whole tongue in cheek thing. I don't want to get into it, but it's just a whole thing of like, why is it okay just because right. he's Mike Tyson? Right. I mean, but like you said with the tax evasion uh, comment. Because the situation from Jersey Shore, he got, he just got put into jail for that. I mean, I feel like tax evasion, you can't get away with it. You you know, you're going to have to pay your taxes because the government's like, I want my money. Mm -hmm. But as far as anything else having to do with women, molesting, being raped, 
I know Me Too is going on right now, so it's a little bit more highlight and there's a little bit more pressure to. And I think that's the only reason really why some of these people are actually serving time now is because, well, we got all this pressure from all these women, especially women. Mm-hmm. Now we have to do something. So to settle them, let's, you know. But the government's like, oh, you uh, didn't pay me a few thousand dollars? Right. We get on your ass. Jail for life. I'm not saying oh, with yeah, the oh, celebrities. I'm sure it was more than a few thousand dollars. Of but ma- I'm saying anyone. I'm going to jail. <laughs> right? Seriously. Like, and you're absolutely right. And I feel like the whole Me Too thing, like, that the thing is, and I'm going to go on record and say this. So my buddy James pointed out the other day, we were talking about the whole Kevin Spacey thing and all these people who are um, who are pedophiles. And even, like, as we said, Corey Feldman had said this before, but nobody listened to him because he's Corey Feldman. Um, but pedophilia in Hollywood has been a huge thing for a long time. Well, there's a really, really old Family Guy episode in where this was before any of this happened. Um, it was Brian and Stewie, and they were trying to create a distraction at the mall. I forget what the t- context was. But to create this distraction, um, Stewie ran around the mall naked. It was a tiny baby. And he says, help, help, I just escaped from Kevin Spacey's basement. Oh. And no one got the joke. <laughs> So apparently this had been like a big thing huh, in Hollywood internally. that people, yeah, that knew it for a long time. That was common knowledge and no one said anything. And it just, it shocks the fuck out of me that money goes that far to keep silence. Absolutely. Like morality is just right out the window. But again, when it comes to, and it took so much pressure, like Holly said, just to be like, oh, okay, well, people are finding out now. I got to blow the whistle. Party's over. Yeah. Like, that's sick. Well, and they're kids, you know, so, I mean, I'm not saying that messing around with women is less offensive. I'm just saying you're literally stealing someone's actual innocence. Right. You're raping them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I know that happens, you know, with women as well. Um, I, I don't know. Kids are just, kids, old people, and animals are three things that are like really, really sensitive subjects to me, mm-hmm. I guess. So I and find there's it no, more There's no debate with consent. There's no consent there if you're a child. No, you don't even have the mental capacity to give consent at all mm-hmm. or even what seems like consent, you know? Right. Um, yeah, so and sick. I mean, at such a young age, uh, having something traumatic happen to you like that, that's going to give you psychological problems for the rest of your life that no amount of money is going to be able to kill. Nope. And I, what I feel like happens a lot of times with these celebrities is if they are caught in these scandals, they'll try to offer the people money so that it'll kind of go hush-hush and then they won't have to do any time. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so they give them the money and that kind of encourages them, though, to make them feel like, well... I have power, I have money, as long as you have money in this world, you can do whatever you want. Right. Which is true for a lot of things. You can do whatever you want as long as you have money, because if you pay people off, they kind of look the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, which is sad. And I think in a lot of these situations is maybe these parents got paid most of the time, and when it comes to money or being heard, well, you're probably not going to be heard, so you might as well take the money. 
Yeah. It's really, really sad. It's tragic. Mm-hmm. All around. Because as soon as they blew the whistle on Weinstein, everybody knew they were fucked. That's just... You didn't think Judgment Day was coming? You know? And then you've got these other women who, yeah, there's going to be a lot of debate about who's just trying to cash in. But then you've got women turning on other women who are like, oh, this, all this Me Too stuff, you guys are just like blowing out of proportion. Like, Wendy Williams needs to shut the hell up because she was one of those people that is like, no. She literally just came out and said, like, all these women just need to shut up and they're being overdramatic. What? Right. Wow. It's just, like, watch what you say. Like, I, I mean, get clearly that. she's never <laughs> been through anything as traumatizing as that. Right. Obviously, because. This is where yeah. it, <coughs> you know, the difference of everything. People give it a bad name because they say, well, feminists are the me too. And when they say feminist, they take it as a negative term because people are like, oh, if you're a feminist and you hate men and you're just like, yeah, women power, which, yeah, women power. But I don't think that's necessarily the message with most feminists. They're not. I hate mm-hmm. men. It's just we want equality and want equal rights. So mm-hmm. um, so men, yeah, they feel threatened. But if you are not doing anything wrong, you shouldn't feel threatened. Absolutely. True. Absolutely. And you should want to support women because we should be equals <laughs> and you shouldn't want to overpower anyone. If you have mothers and you have sisters, you should understand. Um, and as far as everything else, well, uh, like I said, um, feminism is not a bad thing. And I'm sick of hearing people say <laughs> That they think that the Me Too movement is. <laughs> so the problem was if, yeah, you start <laughs> accusing men that never did anything mm-hmm. and then you lie. That's when there could be a, one or two situations where someone highlights us uh, and someone's trying to get back at a guy that never really did anything wrong, but they just didn't like him for some reason. Right. And then, of course, <clears throat> A lot of people now are like, well, women lie. This Me Too is getting out of hand. Well, of course you're going to have those people who are going to take advantage of that situation and do something bad with it, just like anything else in life. They take advantage. Yeah. So my other issue is I am also sick of hearing people say, well, I don't want to hear from any woman that had something happen to them 20 years ago because you should have talked about it then. Bitch, you're not living their life and mm-hmm. you weren't in that situation and don't tell me what you would have done because you know what? You can look back, you can sit back and talk about someone's life, but until you're in their shoes, you don't know what you would have done in that situation. How exactly. you would have felt True. feeling like overpowered or not, you just like you didn't have a voice at that time. So I really hate that too. Right. Or you didn't have evidence, couldn't come forward and do anything about it. So, I mean, there's a lot of different factors. And I think there's a big issue with people <clears throat> mixing up these really, 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 really hardcore extreme, I'll put in quotations, feminists, because they're using the word feminist to describe themselves. But they really are just man-haters. And those are the loudest and most boisterous 
people that I see out there like on Facebook and stuff right now. And they're drowning out the people that have a case. Exactly. Like Rosie the Riveter, all these other wonderful, um, whether it be made-up influences or actual humans that, you know, over time have pushed forward women's rights. And I think people forget, like, it really wasn't that long ago and we couldn't vote, couldn't have a bank account, like, Mm -hmm. all these other things. Feminists. And pressure is the reason why all that changed and we're allowed to wear what we want and go where we want and be married or not be married and have a career or not have a career and actually have freedoms, okay? Um, That is what feminism did. It's not this, oh, we hate men and we want to parade around with vaginas on our heads at parades because I think that's asinine. Teach your own. If you want to do that, feel free to. I just think that it sort of mocks what is is something that is actually very serious. So I don't know. You know, I bought you a pussy hat for Christmas. And now you're telling me <laughs> oh, you're not going to wear it. Shit. Oh, my God. Thank you. A pussy power sweater. I love it. Pussy power sweater. <laughs> it's like an Arby shirt. <laughs> My roast beef hanging out. <laughs> it's a 3D Hermes roast beef shirt. Where's a website I can make a design out? I was just thinking, how can I get John to print one of the three of those? <laughs> we changed our name to the Pussy Power Show. Pussy Power Hour. Pussy Power Hour. <laughs> you know, that, I was listening to that song, Fight Night. It's a rap song. And I... I know you forget things easily. I really do. So when I was listening to it, and I won't say, I'll sing it on the break, but <laughs> when I was listening to it, I remember I was singing it to you, and you died laughing. And as I'm listening to it on the treadmill, I'm like, oh, I remember her face. <laughs> Should I uh, download it for the break song? No. It's not suitable for It's not suitable. <laughs> it's called Fight Night. For the hit it with a left, hit it with a right. <laughs> All right. So anyway... But that, whenever that song comes on my list, I'm like, oh my god! I just remember Jesse's face. She's like, <laughs> I'll sing it to you. Just later. send it to me whenever you hear it. That way, I can be like, ha ha ha. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. But yeah, go, going back, um, the whole Me Too thing, and in anything like Holly said, anything in extremes is bad. Some people don't even know what feminism is anymore. They I mean, really don't. Is it really a feminist agenda to not want to be, you know, sexually a- a- assaulted? I mean, really? Is that really a feminist <laughs> thing? Or is that just, hey, that's a human right thing. Like, please, don't do this to me. Don't do this to my child. So. When is that feminism? <laughs> someone reposted a status that a man put up that I think he's in his 30s and he said and I was like really hoping he was joking but he sounded really serious at least in his post and he said uh, something about rape and he doesn't understand why rape is not funny and Uh. that that we should take it as a compliment that someone would want to go to jail and risk going to jail Jesus yeah I was Barbarian. like, who the hell is this guy? Ugh. And all these people were commenting angry stuff, and he's like, you you people. And then he wanted to insult every single person. I'm like, man, you're a troll. Yeah, he's a troll. That's what he was trying to do. But Plus, he's probably like posting under somebody else's name. Like, oh, he left right? his Facebook but open. It, and whether he was joking or picture, not. He's randomly going to get beat up now because the shit this guy's <laughs> right. talking about. <laughs> but um, whether he was joking or not, 
it kind of highlights the fact that of when guys, I hate this when guys say, well, you know, when, when, when men say derogatory things, it's just because they, they find you attractive and you should take that as a compliment. Okay, but, <laughs> you know, there's a certain line you cross it and then it just gets annoying and mm-hmm. we're just supposed to put up with it because we're women. Right. I mean, okay, here's an example. <laughs> so I was at a gas station and some guys were yelling whatever. They weren't being derogatory at all. They were yelling, hey, beautiful. And eventually I looked over and they're like, you're beautiful. And I was like, oh, thank you. And then there was plenty of other times in my life where guys have screamed like, nice tits. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, first of all, they're kind of out. So I get it. But also you can say something that's not derogatory in a right. complimentary way that's not offensive that you're like, oh, thanks. You're Instead impressed. Of being they're like, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful bosoms. <laughs> Your bosoms look lovely today. I guess there is no fun way to say that, huh? <laughs> they're very bountiful. That's a great New York rack. What is um, <laughs> Chappelle show? <laughs> I love Dave Chappelle. He would give the um, awards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would give my left nice tit to hang out with that dude for a day and just smoke and laugh. Uh, Let me see the left one. Only the left. Don't, yeah. don't you pull out that right. The right one's the, the special one. No, but I, I mean, I totally... That's for when that. you're married. <laughs> you know, it's closest to your heart. Oh. Right. You put the ring on the right nipple. You almost made me spit out my Red Bull vodka. <laughs> you know what the future is? No ring on the finger, ring on the nipple, the left nipple. The people will know you're married because your right nipple will be bigger and you can see it through your shirt like, oh, they're married. (laughs) Who needs a ring? Uh, But no, I agree with you. I mean, if if someone says, hey, you know, you're really beautiful today. You you look nice. And yeah, it makes you feel good. But you're like, sweet ass and, you know, being smacked on the ass and things of that nature. I mean, in Thunder. Okay, so... uh, there was an old Bond movie I just watched, Goldfinger, and Sean Connery totally did that to a chick who is not a character, just like she let, like lotioned him up, you know, at the beach. And this is like the opening scene. And everything okay? And uh, she walks by, and he slaps her on the ass just all casual. I'm like, man, times have changed. Holy crap. <laughs> Yeah. Just like, big sexy, psh, like, whatever. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Opening scene of the movie. It was. I'm like, dang. So I'm going to set this off. It will even in the past 10 years. Like, I was watching, I think we talked about this before. Well, forgive me if we did. 40-Year-Old Virgin. That movie was like 10 years old, right? So I was re-watching it. I'm like, there were even jokes in there that would not fly today. The joke about, um, basically, they were like, uh, the... Object is to get a girl as drunk as possible so you can take her home. And it's like, that's not funny anymore. Well, now you got, you know, baby, it's cold outside. And I saw you, you know, just posting about that too. But, oh, yeah. uh, Leave that song alone for the love of God. (laughs) But now people are even like, you know, that song where he wants to take advantage of her and, you know, try to keep her from leaving. Well, now people are Uh, just misreading things. But, there's there's uh, some things it's like okay now you're just reaching and then yeah. there's other things are okay yeah that's totally inappropriate right and I think blatantly. even the Chappelle show which it was funny yeah 
the New York boobs thing. But I think that wouldn't fly now. No. No. It Going wouldn't. up to random women in the street and be like, you got an award for your amazing boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I would have been like, you know some. <laughs> well, as long as that doesn't fix. Are you Chappelle? because <laughs> if you're not get the fuck away from me <laughs> it's like an old white dude are you Dave Chappelle <laughs> uh, only Dave Chappelle can do that uh, but yeah even like uh, there was a thing about it was like a rite of passage in that movie was like they were like he's like I'm peeing in public like to whip out your dick and just pee it's like no now you're on a sex offender list for doing that right Holy crap, times have changed. I would like to know how many people are on the sex offenders list just for that. But probably a lot. There's people you on know, the sex offender list for having sex with, you know, another person on their car just because it was in public. I think Kim Kardashian need, needs to get on the, the horn with that. <laughs> yeah, she's just walking around, ass hanging out, all the things hanging out everywhere. Well, she's like she's trying to oh, say she's not a sex offender. She's tra- well, she's list. trying to get these people off and I get it for the drug offenses and whatnot and um, like she got that last I can't remember what that lady's wa- uh, name was do you remember Mm-mm. wait was it weed or like heavy drugs um, like drug drugs I think it was I'm trying to remember if it was cocaine I'm trying to remember now oh see but that's something a drug that drug. was like Mm-mm. or maybe it was eh. no. see I'm forgetting the details now there's a new case she's trying to work on with um, a lady who, um, I think it's the, I'm going to get this totally wrong, so I'm sorry. I need to look it up. But she was trying to help these ladies. Um, she she got the one, first one off. She talked, she had a meeting with Trump and said, you know, these people are going away for a long time for these sentences that, these drug offenses that are not, like they make them out to be worse than they really are and put them away for forever almost, you know, they lose most of their life. Mm-hmm. And so she went and talked to Trump and he let the one girl off. But was it <clears throat> possession or dealing? I got to look at yeah, that. There's a huge difference if you've, you know, got a 20 bag on you or like an eight ball. Like, yeah. Right. Um, eight ball is a lot. Or a repeat offender. Or- right. You know, intent to sell something and I don't know partying on the weekend or whatever with your friends is selling it to an underage kid yeah totally different but i mean the scary thing with that stuff is um you never know when there's gonna be fentanyl putting it so right what's supposed to be a fun party could end up with you and your friends dead right um so it was <laughs> alice marie johnson um, Johnson was sentenced to life in prison without the chance of parole after she was convicted on federal drug and money laundering charges to which she had pleaded not guilty. <clears throat> after Johnson, Johnson was behind bars for almost 22 years, Kim Kardashian West caught wind of her case and made it her mission to get Johnson out of prison. In June, President Trump officially granted Johnson clemency after meeting with Kardashian at the White House. Um, let me see here where it says exactly what. So she, she did, believes though. she's innocent. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to know why she believes she's innocent. Money laundering. 
I mean, it's got to be pretty good reason for Kim Kardashian to go and, you know, right. waste a, well, not waste, but ask for a favor from the president and know that there's going to be yeah. a ton of stuff surrounding yeah. it publicly. <clears throat> it was um, convicted in 1996 for her involvement in a Memphis cocaine trafficking organization. She was sentenced to life imprisonment. That's a very heavy charge. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that she's innocent, but that's a really heavy charge. Life in prison for some coke? Yeah. That is extremely heavy. I wonder why it was so aggressive. Right. Like, there had to have been circumstances there. Maybe they were trying to make her an example, make an example out of her. Maybe. You said it was in Memphis? It was a first-time nonviolent drug offender, and she was sentenced to life behind bars in federal prison. See, that's why. And how much does she have on her? Mm. Her, She was, they suspected her of being involved in an actual dealing ring. Is that what it was? The Memphis. First-time offender, too. That's crazy. I think the point was her saying that she was really young and yeah, she got maybe, maybe she even got involved with the wrong crowd, but as someone who had never been sentenced for anything before that and didn't have any violent history, you're going to put someone away for the rest of their life. Right. Yeah. I know plenty of people who have done messed up way worse than that and have served less time right. that is like really rape. over the top exactly like what did that little brock douchehead get like probation mm-hmm. so Ugh. that's why i'm like kim kardashian west you should also get him to let all these people who peed in public off the sex offenders list right, right? who hasn't peed in public honestly now that marijuana's legal Get all these people out of jail that have been in there for years and years and years for dealing marijuana. You know what? I um I read the other day that they're like I know at least in Michigan now that the law has changed, like people that were recently charged or arrested for marijuana, they're starting to dismiss those cases. So but they have Thank to petition God. the state and then the state prosecutor will look at your case and say, Okay, it's legal now, like, you know, you weren't a weed dealer or whatever you had, you know, a whatever on you. Um, and they're starting to dismiss that stuff. So I wonder if people are going to start getting let out of prison for, you know, being in there for five years for growing a whole bunch and selling it. Cause I don't know. I mean, granted, I don't think that anybody under 18 before your brain is done forming should really sit there and smoke it all the time. But I mean, I also don't feel like it's that bad for you. Right. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, did I interrupt? No, thought finished so eloquently. Um, she's trying to free another person, which is uh, a convicted drug felon who was given life in prison. Um, she wants to campaign for Chris Young, who was jailed without parole in 2010 over a federal drug conspiracy case. Mm-hmm. Life in Mr. Young, 30, suffers sickle cell anemia. He was given life because of prior drug cases in his teens. Speaking to the Wrongful Conviction podcast on Wednesday, Mrs. or Miss Kardashian revealed her involvement with Mr. Young. 
She said, I had a call with the gentleman that's in prison for a drug case. He got life. It's so unfair. He's been in for almost 10 years. His prior convention, uh, conviction, sorry, I can't talk, convictions to get him to three strikes was marijuana and then marijuana with less than half a gram of cocaine. And then she just goes on to say that he's gotten life and wow. uh, she said it's scary when you have minor drug charge, but then you get life and you're stuck in this crazy maximum security prison with murders. Well, he's a maximum security prison. Jesus. Or selling some weed. That's nuts. I mean, if he wasn't a criminal before, he probably is now. That's our judicial system. Yeah. Judicial system. Yeah, it is. I feel like crap. anything involving marijuana, unless you're selling it to kids and, you know, like underage people, then I don't really feel like it should have such a harsh sentence. Even it, even in that situation, I don't, I don't feel like they should go away for life. Honestly, alcohol causes a lot more damage than um Marijuana. Marijuana actually helps a lot of people in a lot of different ways. I mean, I don't take anti-nausea pills when I'm sick. I smoke weed because it gets rid of it and it's effective. I smoke it for sleep. I smoke it because I like it. There's it's, some people who are really high functioning on marijuana. And they, yeah, I had not. someone I'm tell me the other day that it. they were like, it was one of my clients. They said, well, you just wait until, uh, you know, some guy gets in a car accident, you know, he's too high or whatever. I'm like, what? Okay. A, bring bring up the article. Where, bring <laughs> up the article where they happened. Bring it, it up, please. It really and, doesn't. And two, well, then, did are, are you against drinking? Because it happens once a day. Yeah, at um, least. I mean, just so freaking often. That's what someone, when I was out one day, said, um, not to me directly, but to someone else, and I overheard it. And they said everyone is all excited because this marijuana um, recreational use passed in Michigan. But there was another state, and I'm trying to remember which one it was, that had it passed. And um, someone who was one of the um, – in a power position in that state was for the recreational use and then he said that he later said he totally regrets it because the amount of accidents and deaths went up because people were getting high and driving. And I'm like, what? I don't think that I think that's. And, and, but I'm like, well, maybe if they're mixing yeah, with alcohol. That's right. exactly what Let, I Let's look say. at that. Because, you know, well, look, let's look at how many lives texting and driving has taken. And yeah. now it's exceeding drug driving. Yeah, so you can't really... I believe that. Unless we're exactly... <laughs> and how can you test someone for... Mar- well, you could do... They're well, working on a test right they now. They are working on a breathalyzer that can somehow... I guess it tests something in your, I don't know, breath or whatever that's able to tell if you've smoked like recently enough for it to actually have you technically under the influence. Which so is good because you can't just pull somebody over and drop test them. And be like, oh, you have marijuana in your system, you go to jail. Okay, well, it stays in your system depending on your, you know, fat content anywhere from two weeks to 30 something days. So, oh man, it's staying in me for 30 days. 
Oh, it's solid in me for 30 days. Uh, <laughs> but for this person to say this, even if the person in power in that state did say that, well, yeah, you have to break that down. And if you don't know because there's no testing for that at that time, then how do you truly know that they're they're all just high um, unless you actually yeah. did a breathalyzer to make sure that they're not drinking and driving, you know, too. But there's several things, like Casey said, electronics. I mean, more that we evolve with technology, obviously, the more it distracts us. Right. You're not going to outlaw phones. <laughs> right. Yeah, Bro, you want to see people raising hell? Outlaw phones. <laughs> I mean, that would actually create... You know, that would be when the government goes to war with the actual citizen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was say it'd be martial law, yeah. bitch. That's the word I was mm. looking for. The the law changed, yeah. You're allowed to smoke weed recreationally, but there's other things that can come into play. Just because that changed and the accidents went up and death by, you know, car accident went up doesn't necessarily mean it's just because of that. No, everybody who's smoking weed now was smoking weed before it was legal. Right. So and that's what everyone. Bottom line, like, I didn't even smoke um, weed. And I'm just like so I voted for it. You, I don't exactly. smoke. Everyone's laughing because it's like, so you think that all the people who didn't smoke before are just suddenly gonna be like, woo, I don't want to smoke now. Right. right. Exactly. That's not how that works. It wasn't everybody that hard was to get it before. before smoke it now. <laughs> now we can just drive within our cars without being nervous that we're gonna get pulled over and go to jail. Right. That's the only right. difference. That you're right. That is the only difference. Because you can't smoke it out on the sidewalk. You aren't really supposed to even smoke it on your front porch. Although if a cop arrests you for that, he's a real jerk. But um, yeah, so you can't smoke it in public, but you can still smoke it in your house. You can grow it in your house. Yeah, it's funny because someone said uh, when I was oh, wor- I guess working at the bar, they're like, "So uh, it's probably going to be start being some people smoking weed in here." I go, "That's illegal. <laughs> it's still illegal." <laughs> Listen, this is a public place. People are stupid. <laughs> I'm like, this is a public place, even though right. we're indoors. It's not your house, right? And then someone else was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be smoking weed on the streets." No, that's out in the public. You can't even <laughs> right. smoke where they serve food. You can't no. smoke in your car. You can't smoke on the sidewalk. You can't smoke in a business. You can smoke in your house. You can probably smoke in a bathroom. <laughs> where. Like in your bathroom, in, in the your house, John. in a stall, <laughs> in a stall. Like guys, as long as they don't see you, <laughs> right? Like in school, and you're like, I get this cigarette real quick. Nobody else smell it. So. Oh but. man. <laughs> uh, do we want to take a little break? Not uh, sure. All right. When we come back, we got a great probing story for you. I'm just huh? probing it, tell ya. <laughs> Even a baby, <laughs> I was dancing to bomb. When you play this back, sweating you're... to the two thousands, we're gonna start yes. a new play track. Oh my god, I'm always sweating uh-huh. to the two thousands, girl. I mean, because they're hip hop two K. I don't know. Whenever someone's sweating, sweating too, it makes me think of uh, Richard Simmons. Of and course, it makes me, think of it. It makes me sad because now he's like kind of out there. Yeah, and, and then you heard that he was a hostage in his home. Oh yeah! Did that <laughs> his turn out to or be something? true? By the way, on this little throwback, I'm curious. That's weird because I just um, <laughs> my sister in law had posted that it was really creepy that her uh, closet door opened by itself at three o'clock in the morning, and so I posted Richard Simmons 
<laughs> his, like his, he's wearing his getup and he's got his finger to his mouth like and I put hey Jeanette is it time to sweat did your alarm grow off yet I'm like was it time to sweat to the oldest <laughs> closets are creepy too it was her because, new cat I know it oh she got a new cat yeah well you know I think I told you guys about that <laughs> that uh, story on uh, beyond belief fact or fiction and if you did not know what that show was, it's they tell so many stories. You have to see if they're fact or fiction. You guess, and then at the end of the show, they tell you if they are. And um, a lot of them had to do with uh, s- s- <laughs> what are you doing? Like she's like <laughs> about to bust out laughing before I even freaking tell the story. I love to be slap happy. <laughs> she's about to die here, man. She- <laughs> Let me, okay, I'll tell the rest of the story while you choke down your Diet Coke. Hang on. I was choking on peppermint bark. Don't choke on that meat. (laughs) It's not meat, it's peppermint bark. She had a meat stick earlier. (laughs) No, that went down smooth. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure it did. (laughs) There, tell your fucking story. Why were you laughing so hard? I don't know. Because you you just knew it was going to be brilliant. <laughs> I, I'm like winding up, like, oh, Holly's got a good one for you. <laughs> I love that show. Anything out of that show is a hit. Play that jam. I, I love the watch list. <laughs> <laughs> so, I really um, wish I had video of the runner right now. There was a. <laughs> So a lot of it had to do with like the paranormal or spirits and one episode everybody's okay I'm trying to tell this story without la- like laughing during I'm going right. to try to power through power through <laughs> I'm just not looking at you guys right. so <clears throat> the one story was about these kids uh, the one kid was getting bullied by his brother and his brother's friends and the reason why he was getting bullied was he kept telling his parents and obviously the brother hurt too He's like, something's in my closet that I'm afraid of. <laughs> They're both crying, by the way. Jess is blotting her eyes with a tissue. It, I know, Jess. He got bullied, and it was really sad. And then... <laughs> She's aiming her microphone at me, so no one hears her laughing. What a dick. <laughs> Holly, please tell you straight. Please. Sorry. I'm so sorry. So... <laughs> <laughs> he said there was a monster in his closet and he was afraid to sleep at night because uh, this thing <laughs> would come alive at night. So after so much um, tormenting and bullying, his brother and his friends went into the kid's room one day and said, oh, you know, there's no such thing as monsters and, you know, calling them a wuss and telling them to get in the closet. And he said, please, no, do not put me in that closet. And, you know, he's scared. And he's like, the the... The one of the kids said, um, somehow it, it worked out where he's like, oh, I'll get in the closet and show you that, you know, you're being a wuss. So they put him in the closet. How old were, how old were the kids? Um, middle school age. Okay. <clears throat> the one kid got in the closet, they closed the door, and he was screaming and saying, let me out, let me out. And the kids were all laughing because they're like, yeah, the he's, dicks. yeah, he's being, you know, he's being stupid in the closet trying to make it seem. But when they opened the closet door, he wasn't there. What? Yeah. So, after the the end of the show, turns out that story was true. And so, they were trying to figure out where the kid went. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that has always blew my mind and made me scared of closets. That, that's not an urban legend. Um, the show said that it was true. Because, you know, they do the fact or fiction at the end and say this this story was true. Where did this, this one not? Where did this take place? Do you know? I can't remember which uh, state it was in. I, I can look it up to see if I can find it. But, yeah. They put the kid got in the closet, and then when they went, opened the closet, he wasn't there. R. Kelly. And then, and then the kids R. Kelly went, snitched. The kids went to the parents later and was like, "I don't know where he went. Like we we put him in the closet, and we thought he was kidding, but when we opened the door, he wasn't there." That's disturbing. So now I always have to sleep with the closet door closed because he always had the, have now the closet I'm door closed. Like really freaked out. No, don't get all freaked out. No, I don't want to put anything in your head. Too late. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, Jess left the room before up. she could hear us. <laughs> uh, well, when she goes back, I'll make sure that she gets scared, too. Everybody's getting scared. But that has always freaked me out, and I always sleep with my door closed, like the closet door closed. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'll have to look it up later and see if I can find actually where that was supposed to reside. In. Yeah, please do, because I, I gotta know. There's quite a few interesting ones where... Um, I wish that show, I don't know if it got canceled or what, but I really liked that show. What one? Oh, the f- Beyond Belief Factor Fiction. Which, when did, uh, which it was channel? that guy from, um, from, uh, Star Trek who hosted it. Patrick Stewart? Um, he was, uh. Captain Picard? Or, or it's not what? the guy, bald guy. It was oh, the guy with the dark um, hair. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> why am I blanking? He's always a, a guest, um. Mr. Priceline. <clears throat> no, no. No, it's not that guy? No. I'll look at it. I up. don't know why I'm blanking out. Um, the guy who plays Riker? Let me see. Um, oh, it's Zachary Quinto, the guy who plays Spock. That is James Fernandez said that. Just now. Okay. Thanks, James. Thank you, James. <clears throat> That's crazy. It's beyond belief. Beyond belief factor fiction. You know, it's crazy. And um, I grew up in a Bible-centric home, so I went <clears throat> to private schools and, you know, um, was in mission groups and all that stuff. And there was actually a, a video series. It was an animated series called Beyond Belief. And I, I only remember the theme song, and that played in my head. I'm like, Beyond Belief? That Christian VHS series? <laughs> Beyond Belief. Um, Jess, you missed the, the meat and potatoes half of the story. And, and Casey got like, I don't think Casey I could stopped talking, anymore, and she but... was just like, she's like, this ain't funny anymore. Yeah, oh. I got quiet. No, she's like, so okay, the, now I'm scared. I'm like, long story short, like the the kid, the kid's like, no, don't put me in the closet because he thought there was a monster in there. His friends forced him into the closet. No, 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 no. What happened was the kid didn't want to go in the closet. Who was having um saying, you know, every time he went to bed, there was a monster in his closet, and the, the parents would ignore it. You know, you just go to bed. There's nothing in your closet. So his brother's friends came over, and the brother and his friends came over, and um, because they would bully him about it. Well, they try to force the kid into the closet that was scared, but instead of putting the kid in there, the one, the friend was like, 
oh, I'll show you that there's nothing in this closet that you're being a what, you know. So one of the brother's friends went into the closet, not the actual kid who was scared of the closet that whole time. Oh, yeah. So the friend went into the closet. They shut the door. He was like, let me out, let me out. You know, like banging on the door and everything. And they're all laughing because they're like, Oh, he's just, you know, fucking with everybody. Yeah. Just, just to, like, make the kid make feel yeah, 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 So they open the door and he's gone. What? And um, at the end of the show, they, after each story they tell, like, at the very end, they'll say, oh, remember this story? Remember this story? And then say, oh, that was the actor. That was fiction. And, they're, and they said that this um, story was fact. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Where'd he go? I don't know. They never found him again? At least um, back when that aired, they said that the kid told his parents, and then I, I guess there was an investigation. The police showed up. Jesus. I mean, obviously, they never found a body, or else we'd have answers right now, right? I said I have to look it up to see, because, I mean, that show aired quite I'm a while ago. I'm doing it right now. I have to know what happened. <laughs> I wonder if it was demons that- or aliens. Probably. I just remember that sticking out because closet monster. Because uh, Casey's saying that her um, her uh, sister in law with the closet opening it made me think about that because I always, whenever I go to bed, ever since I watched that, and I watched that quite a few years ago, I always have to keep my closet door closed when I go to bed. Mine's always closed in general because it creeps me out now. <clears throat> it creeped me out when I was a little kid to have my closet open, so I've always kept it closed. Mm-hmm. thing that always creeps me out the most about sleeping at night, though, is I like to have my, like, one foot out of the, like, blanket and then one foot under it. See, I can't. So I can stay warm and cool at once. But then I get freaked out if I watch something scary and then I have yeah. to have both of them under there. I feel like I'm going to have one foot out and something's going to grab it. And it's yeah, gonna... that's Not how that, I feel. Like, <laughs> I know everyone's like, the blankets are going to protect me from a monster. There was a meme, no, actually, where but... <laughs> some, I know, it's some like chick, the... like, was hanging her leg off the bed. She's like, now I'm just like... Drag me home, demons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. So on Reddit, this is, uh, did some, because re- somebody asked the same question, did some research and bam, uh, don't know the validity of this, but here you go. This is quoted. I personally contacted the man who collected true accounts for the show. I asked him where he got his proof for, uh, from, for this. He responded to me with this, the Beyond Belief Factor Fiction story about the monster in the kid's closet was based on an actual event that I personally investigated in Florida many years ago. At the time it happened, there was no explanation for the boy's appearance until two weeks later when it was learned that he had climbed out the closet through a ceiling in the panel and ran away from home. He stayed at a friend's house um, until the friend's mother discovered him hiding in the attic of their home and exposed the ruse. Unfortunately, the show producer responsible for checking out the truthfulness of each story was not informed until too late. Uh, that the boy had turned up at a friend's house several blocks away. Investigators who ta- had tapped the ceiling and the walls in the closet did not find the panel because the boy, age 11, had wedged two pieces of wood into place over it when he um, when he was in the crawl space above the closet. Smart little shit. Wow. How do you not know that your kid has a... <laughs> <clears throat> a human stashed in your attic? How do you not know that there's a... That's a, a cool place story where you though. Can crawl out. That's cool that like that went on beyond yeah. belief. How you? Why, I don't know. Maybe they didn't go up in the attic often. When we were kids, we found stuff all the time we weren't supposed to find. So I still would be like, "Ha! A, a plate, America." That's <laughs> awesome. You're gonna ass beat, right? Like, <laughs> boy, you been gone for two weeks. 
all of America's looking for you. <laughs> Got the America's most wanted people out there for you. You want to? I'm leave. still creeped really out by closet. Now. Oh, Why we d- were you? Huh? <clears throat> we promised probing. <laughs> we promised America's going to get probed. Said probing. <laughs> Make America probe again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. so this is according to what website is this now? World. Rock your world. <laughs> Rockyourworld.com. Broben's in right now. World News Daily Report. <laughs> we will rock you down. <laughs> I giggle so bad. Holly, please buy that domain name. <laughs> We're changing the name of the show. You so name, guys. All right. <clears throat> I had the article up. Now I have to reload it. Oh my god, there's a 75-year-old man who's been accused of dressing up like an alien and probing several people. <laughs> of course, sir. I died when Casey sent this to me, by the way. Like, I just, when I read it, I'm like, uh, this cannot be real, but it is. Texas man admits to kidnapping, oh wait, kidnapping 79 people to anally probe them Jesus. while disguised as an alien. El Paso, Texas. A man who was arrested by the FBI yesterday has confessed to kidnapping and sexually assaulting several dozen People like that's part not funny, but like it's just the, the craziness using costumes, drugs, and special effects to have his victims believe they had been abducted by like, aliens. Here's my one man show. Where the audience gets involved. <laughs> Can I have a volunteer? Nope. Well, too bad. Seventy three year old pyrotechnics. <laughs> 73-year-old Arnold White was arrested after a joint investigation led by the FBI, uh, the El Paso Sheriff's Office, and the El Paso Police Department. Originally interrogated about four crimes committed in the region in 1990s, the retired trucker confessed to a total of 79 kidnappings across California, Nevada, New New Mexico, and Texas over a period of 40 years. Jeez. 40 years? How do you get away with that for 40 years from, like, party city shit? I mean... (laughs) Mr. White had confessed to using a... Okay, so it was the drugs. Mr. White confessed to using a mix of hallucinogenic drugs, including LSD and PCP, to subdue his victims before approaching them and carrying them inside his truck to assault them. This is terrible. Well, then they might have actually thought they were really abducted. Right. Yeah, if you're all sure. high as a kite and, like, yeah, if you're tripping. tripping balls, you're like, oh, yeah. my God, it's a real alien. This is terrible. <clears throat> this is the kind Show of stuff the picture you should go of the guy, for. too. Even if he goes to jail for life, he's got, what, like maybe 20 good years left in him? Not yeah. even? <laughs> he looks like an He elf. looks like a rat reincarnated into a human. I think he is. I was I'm dying laughing, positive. too, because I realized that maybe talking to your coworkers about the story that your cousin just sent you about probing 79 <laughs> people is not the best <laughs> idea. But I thought it was hilarious. I mean, sorry for those people who it happened to. We didn't, but I was we so caught off guard yeah. that it was like, what? Man dresses up as alien and probes 79 people. I thought he like tricked them and like, hey, come with me. I'm an alien. You know? Like, <laughs> not put drugs in them. Nanu, nanu. Um, but I said, my cousin just sent me this article that where a man in Texas probed 79 people while wearing an alien costume. And the girl just looked at me and I'm like, this is real life, people. This is not even tough crowd <laughs> story. Tough yeah, crowd. I was like, room, right? I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing to myself. I'm like, this is real life. Well, everybody can't be as fun. You as need you to quit. Holly, so, you know. <laughs> Screw that. I mean, you need to find a new job He's with funner like, people. Mm. Seriously. <laughs> 
But in order to confuse his victims even more, he had set up the inside of his truck to look like an operating room and would wear uh, an alien costume. This is freaky because of that movie Fire in the Sky, which still freaks me the hell out. That's an awful, awful movie. Oh, I mean, it's a good movie, but FBI spokesperson Daryl Johnson described the abuse that the accused afflicted to his accused afflicted to his victim as extremely disturbing. He would insert fingers and objects in their various body cavities. Uh, he had even created his own sex toys designed to look like alien tools and medical instruments. Jesus. According to Mr. Johnson, <clears throat> most of the victims were loners and marginals. The fact that. Uh, helped Mr. White uh, evade arrest for so long. He chose victims who were gullible and might fall for his several traps. Several of his victims were actually uh, UFO investigators he found hanging out around Area 51 or Roswell. Arnold White now faces a total of 347 criminal charges, including several charges of kidnapping, aggravated assault, uh, sexual assault by using drugs, oral uh, copulation by anesthesia or controlled substance, assault with intent to commit a sexual offense, and possession of a controlled substance. Uh, he could face a term of uh, 382 years to life in prison if found guilty of all counts. The 73-year-old was denied bail this morning and will remain in detention until the beginning of his trial in January. Dude, he's toast. Yeah. The last... Ten years left of his life are going to be spent in prison. If he doesn't get life in prison, that's going to be shitty because these people on these minor drug charges going to life and this man probing 79 people is not. He's 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 just going to be under house arrest because he's just so old. Now, (laughs) I'm not trying to. I mean, we got to. I would actually go to protest. (laughs) We got to make jokes sometimes to make the situations lighter. So I'm just going to say, you know how people are always like, which I am so against this, but. Well, she wore, you know, a sexy outfit, so she had it coming. When I heard him, them say, well, they were in what, Ros- what was it, Roswell? Yeah. Or, well, he was in the alien district, so he had it coming. Right. It's like they were <laughs> looking for the experience and they got it. I mean. That's all I I visited Roswell, New Mexico, and all I got was this lousy probing. He was looking for an alien, <laughs> and I wanted to give him an experience. All I got was a I was doing a public service. <laughs> What the hell? Someone's got to keep the dream alive. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> what the hell? Mm-mm. Man, people are so messed up. Mm. How did they, I want to know more detail though? How did he get? I want to sit like, down with this. How man did he get the like, acid into the whatever? How did he get the? Did he into buy the these humans? people a drink? <clears throat> That's man- the only thing that makes sense to me. And then he dropped like liquid acid, and when they went to the bathroom or something, you know, it was probably like some old dude at a bar. Who's unassuming, which all old I've dudes at a bar are unassuming. Stories. Yeah. This man needs a twenty twenty uh, interview. But yeah. he said they were at Area fifty one, so how did that work? Is there like a bar by Area fifty one or it's like the UFO UFO bar in Detroit. Uh he's just like finds where they're at. And if they have a water bottle, he just like creeps up out of nowhere. Opens the water bottle, puts the drugs in. That's really stealthy. I would hear those ears flapping from like yards. (laughs) Like fucking, is that Mothra in the sky? Oh no, it's a 79 year old man coming to probe my butt. (laughs) Flap, 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 flap. Get back here. Flap, flap, flap. You're under arrest. (laughs) (laughs) Taking flight. No, shoot him down. Flap, flap. Flapjack. <laughs> they call him uh, Flapjack. Just, uh, <laughs> Flapjacks. 
Flapjacks come for your butt. <laughs> I can picture it's his face with those big ass ears flapping around. Take him into flight. <laughs> Cops are coming. Oh, gotta go. <laughs> I mean, there are some people that don't look like sexual offenders and, and they still are. But this man looks like he's got dressing up like him. an alien and actually doing that to people. Yeah, he is. I thought he was still dressed looking. up. <laughs> <laughs> he's he looks like he's what? How old? Hundred. <laughs> he's got these ears that stick way out. I'm talking way out. Like, how does that even happen? Ears that stick way out. Um, no offense to you, but. Like they're big and stick way out. They're like small and they're kind of like, oh, they're they're cute. They stick out. It's like, he's got those eyes that like peer into your soul. How do they know he's not an alien? He probably did drugs too many times and that's probably why he came up with this idea. Yeah, what if this is all like a real, like, like this is a true story and they're only assuming that he used drugs and an alien costume, but they're like, no, he's an actual alien. But if he was an actual alien, he'd be way smarter than us and he could get himself out of this shit and back to whatever. Weirdo, he's a hybrid, so he, he still from. has that stupid human. In- <laughs> <laughs> they kicked him out of the of the alien he's race. Stealthy, but he's not that stealthy. <laughs> he's like, uh-huh. well, I nothing left to do now but pro buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go back home. Good morning. Gotta go on the uh, alien uh, farm and probe them buttholes. <laughs> Harvesting buttholes. <laughs> time to time to harvest the buttholes. <laughs> it's like, like make the donuts. You he's gotta... out in like the mountains, like with binoculars. Like sees a group of like paranormal investigators, and he's like, "Oh, crops looking good. It's harvest time." <laughs> I mean, all these people are on drugs, so I wonder how many people actually shit on him. Yeah. Nobody thinks of the dirty details of butt play He's and drugs like, mix. Those are golden nuggets that I chugged. <laughs> He's got jars like all around his um laboratory. Also known as his vehicle. As <laughs> his van. They're gonna reveal that next. <laughs> we watch. didn't know that they were feces because he had <laughs> he had like He had dipped them in gold. Yeah. As I say, and had them in a the altar. Gold. Made them look like trophies. Hey, yeah, poop trophies. Um, I have actually a story that has to do with aliens as well. From the DailyMail.com. Aliens may already have visited Earth, but been too small for us to notice. A NASA scientist says intelligent aliens may have already visited Earth with humans not noticing due to their extremely tiny size. Sylvan, I'm going to say this wrong, but Silvano P. Lombano says the extraterrestrials might have looked hugely different to the carbon-based organisms currently roaming our planet. He says super intelligent aliens capable of interstellar space travel would possess technology that humans cannot even imagine. It comes as NASA continues to scour the universe for civilizations as part of its search for extraterrestrial intelligence program. Dr. Colombano told California's SETI-backed Decoding Alien Intelligence Workshop that scientists need to broaden their idea of what an extraterrestrial would look like. The intelligence we might find and that might choose to find us, if it hasn't already, might not be produced by carbon-based organisms like us, he says. He argued that scientists must revisit even our most cherished 
assumptions, which has implications for everything from an alien's lifespan to its height. The size of the explorer might be that of an extremely tiny, super intelligent entity. Yeah, ma'am. <laughs> and he believes scientists are too focused on pursuing um, signs of modern human technology on other planets. This could mean missing sig- signals of civilization inhabiting a planet far older than Earth. Our inability to comprehend how such a planet would look might even mean that we miss any signs of its existence. He said, considering that technological development in our civilization started only about 10,000 years ago and has been seen the rise of scientific methodologies only in the past 500 years, we might have a real problem predicting technological evolution for the next thousand years, let alone six million times that amount. One sign of alien intelligence could be fast radio bursts or FRBs, radio missions that scientists have observed appearing temporarily and randomly from space. The mystery is that nobody knows where they come from and what could produce such a uh, short and sharp burst. This has led some to speculate that they could be anything from stars colliding to artificial created messages. Um, so the doctor warned that FRBs currently being analyzed could be out of date and called for speculative physics and some willingness to stretch possibilities to the nature of space, time and energy and to consider the UFO phenomenon worth of worthy of study. Maybe that's what's causing all these um, mysterious polio-like diseases in these kids that I, I know this sounds like a totally different train of thought, but it's really not. Um, I just read that the CDC is like, there's a rise on this, illness that is paralyzing kids and we don't know where it's coming from they're getting lesions on their spine and everything and it's just like polio and it could be like the next plague and then i just hear your story and i'm like oh like micro tiny aliens that's a stretch but you're listening to the watch list (laughs) so i don't know that's not i mean i've never thought of it that way but at the same time it's like That'd be a smart way to infiltrate. Yeah. Because, I mean, think about it. Now, we talked about how atoms will behave differently when they know they're being watched. So everything is alive. Everything. Everything that makes up matter. Everything that makes up this microphone is alive. True. And to think that, I mean, an alien or something alien. Like, we think of an alien as this big being, but maybe it's just streams of atoms that come from their intergalactic they come from another planet another universe whatever yeah infiltrate our dimension and like it's not i never thought of it that way but now that you say it, it's like that can make sense i mean yeah to think that we're the only life that actually exists on planet earth here is just cocky because yeah. there's a whole entire universe that we don't even know, probably even a quarter of it, much less they have it, much less all of it. So to say that aliens can't exist is just, I'm sorry, can't. but you're dumb. Can't. So, um, so one of the last guests we had on said that he believed in aliens in that there's more than one species of or race of aliens. So... There could be different sizes, and there could, you know, I'm sure that there's different why appearances. Different. What there, was that? Why wouldn't there be? There's different sized humans, different sized uh, 
I don't know, everything if you look at yeah. any species. So there could be the possibility of having a very tiny race of aliens. Little micro aliens. <laughs> little yeah, fair, yeah. fairy aliens. Yeah, hey, aliens. Get off me. <laughs> ah, I'm itching. <laughs> they're shaking. Ah! Those ain't fleas. <laughs> oh, they're not. <laughs> I'm like uh, gnawing at myself. Are you sure? <laughs> so, hey. Uh, plus, aliens with- attack my dog. <laughs> <laughs> plus, with a. Uh, extraterrestrial group who seems like they would be more far advanced than humans. Um, obviously with spaceships and things of that nature. I mean, it'd, it'd be like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Right. Maybe they have tools to shrink themselves. Who knows? I don't know. They're on that Zelensky flow. I need to get real tiny so I can fit. In the space, so I can check it out. G- give me in that person's ear. Give me in Rick Moranis's ear. <laughs> <laughs> it's the magic school bus. They're just like, let's take a trip today. I love the magic school bus. I still love that meme where it's like, what's that? Girl, that's a booty hole. I remember that episode too. I'm like, oh, how are they going to do this? <laughs> I remember when they, they were in the body and it's like, well, you have to exit one way or the other. Either coming out the butt or you're coming out the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and even Miss Frizzle, she goes, you'd think they'd show that on daytime TV? <laughs> like, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, Miss Frizzle. She was real. Where's this gas going to go? I guess we're going to burp it out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> oh, man. I wish she was real and I wish the brownie paper towel guy was real. Because we'd so be dating right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's hot. He is. He's brawny. He's, <laughs> he's brawny. I'm gonna he's put that in first. I feel like he's brawny. He's the first one to scream on the track. He, he chopped down the tree over there. <laughs> <laughs> he chopped down the tree like that. Brawny. <laughs> he wiped up the mess like that. <laughs> Spilled some Kool Aid on the counter. I mean, he's big and buff, and he cleans. Mm-hmm. I can dig that. Mr. Clean's hot, too. Yeah, yes, For sure. Dang, man. My brownie brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, my paper towel better than yours. Damn right. <laughs> it's then, better than yours. But then Viva came in and was like, what brownie? Show <laughs> <Viva>. daddy. <laughs> we had a battle. <laughs> you, know, you know what Viva doesn't have? What? Brawny. <laughs> Dang. Dang. That's my personal ad. I'm looking for someone who's brawny. There you go. That's my favorite adjective. <laughs> I need a brawny. Um. Not a brawny. Brawny. Just like, I want to say DX. Not patios. <laughs> but DX. I know we're going off topic, but my sister is on a dating website, and she said a man messaged her and said, would you rather be invisible or would you rather fly? <laughs> And she said to me, Holly, would you rather be invisible or would you f- rather fly? A guy just asked me that. And I said, mm, I'd rather fly. She goes, really? Why? I'm like, because honestly, even though you think you want to hear everyone's shit, you really don't. Because then it would right. drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'd rather fly to places enjoying my vacations. <laughs> That's actually a really <laughs> good answer. Go. I'm with Holly. Holly. Hashtag I'm with Holly. <laughs> fly with Holly. Do you want to be a paranoid person? Like, 
I heard what you said, but I can't tell you because then I like say right. if you were undercover, like you could be invisible and then not visible, and no one knew if you were, you know. Right. I have bad intentions. I'm like, but I could rob a bank and get away with it. But then, you- like in that movie, what was the jump or something? Well, the money wouldn't yeah. be invisible. They'd see you like carrying out. Oh, oh shit! You're right. <laughs> it's when those I tiny have, aliens. If I were an invisible person, couldn't I just wrap my arms around? It would also make the money invisible, since it made me invisible. Probably not, though. Like, how is that money? <laughs> then I guess I'd rather fly if I can't make the money invisible. There's no other benefit. You want to this. be both? It's like flying money. <laughs> and the money got raptured. And I don't think you can. I don't think you can get in somewhere like walk through walls. <laughs> you you be like, I don't, oh, you don't yeah. know the passcode in here. Yeah, Man, people can't see me on the outside of the building, but I can't get in either. So oh, shit, I guess I'm gonna fly. <laughs> Did you know? I just realized, or didn't realize, I learned this that it's not open sesame, it's open says me. Oh. They're not open that sesame season. <laughs> open sesame is it's open says me. Like and so many times, in, I do too. Like, it always makes me think of. Um, which, by the way, R.I.P. to the creator of SpongeBob. That really bummed me out because I loved that show. It's, I mean, I thought it was very. And I don't know where the hell they got this. Like, oh, it makes your kids stupider. That's, that's asinine because that is a very, very quick-witted show, and I loved it. I loved all the old sci-fi movie references. Um, but anyway, there was a bit where Patrick was gonna move a rock. And he just said, I'll handle this. Open sesame. Well, I've done all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what we can think of. But uh, but yeah, it's open says me. Mm. Open says me. Says me. Like S-A-Y-S. Yep. Says I. Like, it's like almost like pirate talk. Like, says I. <laughs> R. That sounds dumb. It does sound dumb. <laughs> it sounds like you're Open says it. me. Open says man. Because I got a complex where everything should just open at my will. Because I'm beautiful. (laughs) I sesame like a seasoning and I'm going to season up this bitch. (laughs) I'm going to add a nutty texture to your bones. (laughs) Open up. As a spice of life. Unlock these codes. Boxes. I love sesame seeds. Oh <laughs> uh, shoot! You know, sesame. Didn't they say that was a uh, drug? <laughs> is it or is that poppy seeds? Oh, maybe that's poppy seeds. <laughs> yeah, because there was a Seinfeld episode where she was eating poppy seed buns and she kept uh, like she yeah, I remember drug that. Test. I was like, I can't, I couldn't remember because of the opium. Was, uh, well, never mind. I don't like poppy seeds. Like I like poppy seeds, but they get in your teeth. They do. They see there, and it's like impossible to get them out unless you have a toothpick on hand, right? Like you and you're like digging so much, your gums start bleeding. You're yeah. like, shit, was it worth it? Well, I like that everything bagel. <laughs> Shoot, then you forget it and you have another one the next day. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm never gonna quit. Just like the brain freeze, can't stop, won't stop. Brain freeze and everything bagels. <laughs> I'll have an everything bagel with my Slurpee. <laughs> I really want a Slurpee now. Girl is seven love cross away. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. I had to get twenty four hours. Thank you, Seven Eleven. <laughs> Yeah, gosh, Seven Eleven game really—they really stepped it up. I'd cry if Seven Eleven ever disappeared. So would I. I don't think they're going out anytime soon. They're only, no. they had their own line of food and everything. Their ice cream is awesome. But you know, we're talking about um, SpongeBob and someone saying that it makes kids dumb. Is that what you yeah. said? Yeah. So, huh. 
Well, there. I guess there was an article or something going around, and Kelly is the one who told me. She's like, I never let my kids watch that because I heard it makes them dumber. Like, there was a statistic done. I'm like, did you actually read it? <laughs> like, what? read this article. <laughs> That's very disappointing. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we had Ren and Stimpy, and here yeah. we are. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. I'm absolutely right. <laughs> I know. It was 20,000 times worse. Ren and Stimpy, Beavis and Butthead. Hell yes. I still watch Beavis and Butthead. Couch fishing. Um, yep. People who actually couch fish and, you know, had survival of the fittest, like, <laughs> the dumb people died off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if you actually couch fished because you saw it on TV, goodbye. <laughs> uh, I'm about to do that. <laughs> Just because I can. Goodbye. <laughs> Just because I can. They I don't think it worked out well for those people, so. No, they, uh. Let me put a hook in the middle of the street when a kid's walking by. You're going to get in trouble for one or the other. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Dragging a kid through the window. I got one. Because <laughs> that's Halloween. We're about to go couch fishing. Where's Casey been lately? Jail. Have you seen, uh. <laughs> Have you seen uh, Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> well, go watch a few episodes and we'll talk about it. <laughs> All right. It's 11 o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top about to leave. Ding, 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 ding. That sucks me. It's stuck in my head all night now. The couple skate? <laughs> yeah. This is a couple skate. I see you out there by, by yourself. This is a couple skate only. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks, everybody. This was an awesome episode. I'm Casey Pierce. I'm Holly. Jess. Good night, everybody. Good night.